Hey everyone, I'm Rachel. And I'm Sarah. And we're sisters who just so happen to be best friends. We're here to unpack all of the unexpected moments that come with early adulthood and hope to uncover a more meaningful life, one conversation and cup of coffee at a time. This is Mocha's In The Meantime. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 11 of Mocha's In The Meantime. My name is Sarah. And I'm Rachel. And we're really pumped to be welcoming you to this episode because it's Thanksgiving week. Yeah, we're recording this the day before Thanksgiving. Right, yeah, Wednesday night. So Thanksgiving for us, I think, is a really special holiday because it gives us the chance to see family and just be warm and cozy and think about um, what we're grateful for. As I know that sounds cheesy, but I really do like to reflect around Thanksgiving time, especially as we're going into the winter season. Um, and there's lots of great food, obviously, associated with Thanksgiving. Um, so I think like for a little icebreaker, it'd be fun to just go over what our favorite Thanksgiving foods are. So do you want to start? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I'm honestly all about the side dishes when it comes to Thanksgiving. I'm not a huge turkey gal, to be completely honest. I know that would insult my dad, who loves smoking his turkey (laughs) and it is really good for turkey I just never Uh am like that excited I'm more about the gravy from the turkey Mm. um but I think oh it's so hard I think stuffing might be my favorite because it's not as universal like you kind of only have stuffing on Thanksgiving whereas Mm. I'd say close seconds would be like the cornbread and mashed potatoes Mm. um but those i can have all year round more easily um yeah more accessible yeah but i think also (laughs) cranberry sauce i know i'm listing like half the plate but cranberry sauce is so good with like on top of cornbread it's like one of my favorites it is really good yeah what about you sarah (laughs) yeah i love all those things i think um I think stuffing's probably my favorite. I mm. <laughs> I really like salt and like savory yeah, she really foods. loves salt. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like stuffing's perfect because it has that like meaty flavor, but it also is like carby. Carby. <laughs> and then like it goes really well with cranberry sauce, I think, which is super tangy. Mm. And I don't know. Yeah, like you said, it's kind of more of a special treat or something. Yeah. Because <laughs> like you don't just see stuffing at like yeah. on menus that Whereas often. cornbread, it's like at barbecue restaurants, mashed potatoes any sort of comfort <laughs> right <laughs> wow we're getting really deep into this thanksgiving just a huge platter <laughs> me too and my dad just, makes everything homemade so mm-hmm. it's kind of like we're spoiled with thanksgiving food being great <laughs> yeah usually it's kind of a potluck in the sense that certain family members bring the same dishes but unfortunately due to covid it's just going to be the four of us which um obviously for the safety of everyone is a better situation Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's not going to be quite the same um but I'm hoping to make the best of it and just really enjoy my time with the people I live with yeah just enjoy each other's company and like appreciate the holiday in a different way Mm because I think my whole life it's been it's been very consistent and this year it'll be different but not necessarily bad I think it'll just be something um that will make us even like more Mm -hmm. grateful for next year's thanksgiving you know exactly Mm -hmm. so it's actually exciting that we're you know recording the day before thanksgiving um introducing this episode about our two friends eliza and bella um because every single year 
that we can remember being their friend. We got together the night before Thanksgiving and had a sleepover. Mm-hmm. And then the next day we went out to breakfast. And unfortunately, because of COVID, they're not here and we're not sleeping over like the way we usually would. Um, but nonetheless, um, I'm thinking about them right now. And yeah. it's kind of a perfect segue into this episode, which is mm-hmm. all about um, friendship and the importance of nourishing and close friendships in young adulthood and um, we are going to be talking in a little bit with those two friends Eliza and Bella so we wanted to just quickly introduce them and talk a little bit about how we met them in our friendship. Mm -hmm. Yeah and so Eliza and Bella are a pair of sisters just like us Um, and so I feel like having that sister bond and then Um, being similar in age as well has really like helped us understand each other and like what we're going through over the years as we've been friends since childhood and then have grown up together um, despite moving to different states for college or you know having periods of time where we didn't see each other very much our friendship has really prospered over a long period of time Um, and I think just one thing that's kind of interesting with friendships that I recently heard from someone is like there's kind of like a milestone of years that people say Mm -hmm. you'll probably end up being lifelong friends with somebody. Oh, I've heard about that. I think it's 10 years being friends with someone. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And one of my friends and I were talking about that the other day or like pretty recently. And I was like, oh, yeah, like that's probably with Eliza and Bella. Like we've reached that milestone where it's probably going to be like into adulthood and beyond. Um, Yeah. mm -hmm. So I guess a little bit of context. Um, So my dad met Eliza and Bella's mom, Allison, in high school, Mm -hmm. and they were in theater together, and we're just really close friends and in the same friend group, and when me and Sarah were kids, um, Allison came over to see my dad and brought her daughters, Eliza and Bella, over, and from the day we met, we sparked a very close friendship Mm -hmm. that we've continued over the years, and like Sarah was already saying... We have a lot of memories that have really kind of sealed the deal of them Mm -hmm. being like very close lifelong friends. Mm -hmm. Um, And this episode is going to be kind of just talking about the importance of friendship, what we value in friends, and I guess what you can think about in your own friendships and hopefully maybe feel like you are more confident in your friendships or maybe have more ideas of what to look for in a true friend because I know it's sometimes really hard to find those very close true connections Mm -hmm. um so hopefully this can help you kind of pinpoint that in your own life yeah yeah and I think that we also want to shed light on like it's okay if you haven't found those like people yet um I think we wanted to just talk about like what we value in our friendship with Eliza and Bella and therefore like when you are you know starting new chapters or whatever and you're looking for more people to invite into your circle um, it's good to kind of have certain things that you're looking for in in friends that are really going to support you and be there for you every step of the way as you're you know undergoing life transitions and um, wanting to celebrate things with other people. It's like really nice to have those strong bonds and connections with other people. So before we jump into the interview portion with Eliza and Bella, um, we just wanted to give a little context. We say the word Serb a lot. um, (laughs) And we just want to quickly say that Serb is the name of our friendship yeah it's like an acronym yeah Yeah. it's like an acronym so sarah eliza rachel bella yeah (laughs) so we call ourselves that i think we were probably like 
pretty young when we thought of it and it's just in the order of our age so Sarah's the oldest (laughs) and then Eliza's a year younger I'm a year younger and then Bella's the youngest so that's the order so that's what we are referring to when we say Serb (laughs) yeah and it's like silly but I think it's this integral part of our friendship because we're just like like Wednesday before Thanksgiving is Serb giving or yeah. like Serb Productions was our like movie um, company that we wanted to have one day. Things like yeah. that that just make this friendship kind of like goofy and interesting and like, I don't know. It's, it's just, just it's thing. fun. Like, yeah, I most of my close friends know who Serb is. Right. If I'm just like, oh, Serb. They're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or if I like have a new close friend or just friend, I'll be like, have I explained Serb yet? Like, <laughs> it's just a thing that everyone uh, knows about in my life that isn't Serb. Yeah, exactly. And it's become so common to just say Serb instead of, like, Eliza and yeah. Bella. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. if that says anything about it being a very special friendship, um, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, we hope you enjoy hearing us, you know, reminisce about how we met and also about what we value in our friendship and, um, like, just in front, a quality friendship in general. Um, so, yeah. Enjoy. enjoy. Eliza and Bella, they have a lot of great insights. Mm-hmm. All right. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Mocha's in the Meantime in this really, really special episode because we're going to be welcoming on two of our best friends in the entire world, Eliza and Bella, the E and B in Serb. (laughs) (laughs) We've known each other for a really, really long time. It's been like over a decade since we all got together for the first time and met as kids. And our friendship has just blossomed over the years and just continues to grow and change as we you know, go through young adulthood. So we thought it was really appropriate to bring them on to the show. And so before we get started, I just want to thank you both for being here and give you a chance to introduce yourselves. So I think Eliza, you wanted to go first. Hi, guys. My name's Eliza. I'm 23 years old and I live in the Chicago area. Um, I'm a preschool teacher right now, which has been really great because I love kids. Um, I also really love traveling and Spain, as Sarah, Rachel and Bella know very well. And I like to practice my Spanish because I studied Spanish in school. And, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. And lately I've been really into puzzling. I know that it's like a trendy thing, but I really do enjoy making puzzles. And I also like taking long walks outside. So yeah. Hi, my name's Bella. I'm a senior at the University of Illinois in Urbana-Champaign. In my free time, I really like to paint, especially when I'm stressed. It helps me de-stress a lot. I love hanging out with my friends like Sarah and Rachel and Eliza and just like anyone else I love watching Netflix um so yeah thank you guys so much for again being on the podcast and introducing yourselves we're all drinking our coffee right now and just hanging out actually in our basement where we usually record and it's especially fitting because me Sarah, Eliza, and Bella have so many memories in this basement, like throughout our entire childhood and now. So it's like extra (laughs) special to be here with you guys today. So we thought it would be really fitting to start with our kind of friendship origin story because I feel like more than any other friend, like the way that we solidified our friendship was so fast and within just like this one really pivotal hangout that we had. (laughs) And I think it's just a really cute story to tell so we wanted to just kind of run over it to start yeah so one of the first things I remember I mean like Sarah and Rachel mentioned we were all really young I think I was like eight or something 
this was a really long time ago, but I just remember like in the car ride there, our mom, like Eliza and I's mom was driving us there. It just kind of felt like it was just going to be any other day where we went to one of our mom's friend's houses, you know, like we'd maybe like meet their daughters and like, you know, play with them for the day, but we probably wouldn't see them again. So kind of felt on the way there, it just kind of felt like I was getting dragged somewhere that like, you know, I didn't really know what to expect, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like we just clicked immediately. We got there. I remember like that night we were begging our parents for a sleepover just like an hour later. Like we loved each other immediately. So yeah, I don't know. We just kind of like something clicked where we like, here we are today. We're still best friends because of that one day. Like I don't know. I'm very, like, very grateful that our mom brought us there. It's just kind of hard to explain why we ended up getting along so well. Like, my mom had just reconnected with Sarah and Rachel's dad. And so when we were like, oh, like, what are we doing now? Like, whose house is this? Like, who are the girls? Like, my mom didn't really know that much about them either because we hadn't been close as a family or, like, my mom hadn't been close with their dad for a while. And, like, when we say the car ride was long, like, I know when you're a kid, all car rides seem long, but it was like 45 minutes to an hour because of rush hour. So we were kind of just sitting in the car wondering what was going to happen when we got there and like just thinking it was something we didn't want to do, but we had to because your parents make you do stuff when you're a kid that you don't understand. But it ended up being a really rewarding day that changed our lives. Yeah, I remember like similar to what you guys were saying, like we were kind of dragged there in a sense, like the two of us were at a birthday party (laughs) and like I was upset that we had to leave early because I was like, oh no, like my best friend's like pool party, I have to leave. And Mm -hmm. then, but I think my, my like fondest memory of that night is when we wanted to get the sleepover like approved by our parents, we found this like stuffed animal flower and presented it to them as like, please, can we have a sleepover? And then... I don't know. Like, I just feel like it's funny how I went from being so, like, apprehensive to being so excited to, like, have a sleepover with these Mm -hmm. two people we just met. So I just think it's really special. Yeah. I even remember our plan was to just go into our rooms and not socialize. We were, like, (laughs) so unfriendly yeah I don't know why we were like like, we were like we're just gonna go in our rooms and not like say hi to be nice then go to our rooms and then of course like the instant we met we started playing DDR and that just kind of broke the ice and I mean again here we are now so just within that like three hour window so much of our lives changed forever which is really crazy to think about I think another thing too is like we were still pretty young and at the age where kids like are comfortable just being silly and having fun. So I think that definitely helped us. I mean, we're all at least like a year apart from each other, but we were young enough to be able to cut loose and like have fun together and not be worried about like, oh, am I being weird or, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Because we certainly were, but it was fun. (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) as two pairs of sisters, we fit together kind of like a puzzle. Like it was like me and Rach had our bond, you guys had yours. But it it also just like felt like, I don't know if this is the word you were looking for, for, but for me, it's just like, it's cohesive. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, we're all like different ages, but like, it just felt like a puzzle. Like we fit together. Like it was just like natural. Like here we were like worried that we weren't going to like see you guys again or like you know just not really thinking much of it like oh my mom wants me to go here fine I'll like hang out with their daughters for the day whatever but like it was just like a natural like spark almost like it was just meant to be. I think one other aspect that's really cool about our friendship is how it almost like mimicked 
our parents' relationship because in high school, my dad and their mom, Allison, were really close friends and they had just like this very special friend group that they're still friends with from high school. And I feel like we're sort of like the second generation of that closeness. And even one of their friends calls us the Merlin Patrol Generation 2, which is like the name of their friend group from high school. So it's like this very cool like family aspect of like passing down the friendship. So we wanted to kind of run over, I think, some of the most important aspects that have defined our friendship because... I don't know. I feel like in young adulthood, especially, it's so important to have like genuine connections to people. And I think friends from childhood, like the relationship grows in a lot of ways when you become adults. But in some ways, I feel like we've stayed the same in Hmm. the same realm. Mm -hmm. So I think we wanted to kind of just talk about the aspects of CERB that we feel are the most like special to us and how it's sort of enriched our life as kids and into adulthood. And maybe it could be helpful to hear like something that you can look for in your friendships. Or if you're searching for like those genuine friends, maybe this could help you see some like good signs of a good friendship. So one of the things that we really hold true to our friendship is our traditions. So a lot of our traditions actually started off just as like happenstance events. Like for example, we have this tradition of getting together the Wednesday before Thanksgiving and having a sleepover. We call it Serb giving. <laughs> but um, that that ended up happening just by chance. Like we had arranged a sleepover on a Wednesday night before Thanksgiving when we were like probably in middle school. And after that first time we had such a good time, we decided it would be a tradition to keep going. And now that I think about it, like like we've probably mentioned before, we're kind of like chosen family to each other. And who do you see on Thanksgiving? You see your family, right? So it makes sense to us that we see them every Thanksgiving, not just to keep the tradition because we think of each other as family. So that's one example of a tradition. I know Rachel mentioned that as things have changed in our lives, obviously as things change and as everyone grows up, like serve has kind of been the thing in our lives that stayed the same and it was just like a constant thing that we could rely on and I think like something that like goes along with that is the fact that we didn't go to the same high school so all of our 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 parents and their group of friends became so close because they were in high school together but I think something that's really special about us is like because we didn't grow up going to the same schools in the same like you know town we had to like almost work harder to see each other like especially when we were younger it was hard to see each other because we didn't have cars, we couldn't drive. Um, so we had to just like go whenever our, our parents would hang out, which lucky for us was like pretty frequently. But yeah, I think that also just like, we were very committed to each other, committed to our friendship and making it work and making it happen. So kind of along with traditions, we also have done a lot of projects together just because we've known each other for so long. And I don't know, we spend a lot of our time just like creating things, I would say. Like, for mm-hmm. example, we oh my gosh, this is a big, big Serb secret that you're all getting to know about. But um, we made, we made a movie, a featured film. It's called Agents. Basically, it's about three girls. One of them is new to an agency. The other two are special agents. And it's about their bond and their progression as people in each other's lives, I guess. I don't know. It's pretty good. Yeah, we do have this feature film called Agents. And kind of like Bella was saying before, it was kind of hard for us to see each other because we didn't live by each other. 
And so we only saw each other maybe like twice a month, but agents took us like years to film. Like if you'll ever be lucky enough to see it, you'll notice that from one scene to the next, we age like at least a year or two. And it's very (laughs) obvious, Mm -hmm. but we were very committed to our projects and they were a really big part of our friendship. And so I think that kind of exemplifies how we're committed to each other. Yeah, so along with our movie, we actually also wrote a novel, which was based on a true story. So this one time we were sitting in Eliza's room and and there were landscapers in the backyard and we live close to a golf course. So sometimes we would find golf balls in our backyard. So what we think happened is when the landscapers were cutting the grass, a golf ball got like stuck in the machine. But all we know is that we were sitting in Eliza's room and all of a sudden a golf ball comes flying through the window and it left a perfect circle shaped hole in the glass window. And we like, were so freaked out. We figured it out. Well, we think we did. There might be some conspiracy involved, but we think it was just (laughs) a golf ball in the backyard, whatever. But we wrote this novel about how people were out to get us and they were trying to kill us. And this was their way of trying to kill us. And it was just, I don't know, we have so many like inside jokes and projects and traditions together that just like make our friendship so special. Yeah, I feel like hearing both of your words about like agents and (laughs) um, the the shattered windows (laughs) story just like remind me of how we were always so like like we had these projects that we wanted to go big, like we wanted to be famous or something like send our movie to Pixar or like, you know, like publish our book. And so I think it's really fun to think back to those times and like how we had these big dreams, even though it's kind of silly, like we had these big dreams and like goals for ourselves. And then we also just had like funny memories, like watching Baggage, aka the best um, game show ever featuring Jerry Springer or like going on donut runs or like eating your mom's delicious buttered noodles that somehow she like just... If they're always bomb. I don't know. Allison just knows how to make oh, yeah. <laughs> noodles. It's literally just butter and noodles, but for some reason, like, it's special. It's mm-hmm. it's Ugh. a cuisine. It's, like, the best noodles ever, yeah. but they're so simple, but I don't think I could replicate it. <laughs> I think another thing, speaking of traditions, is, like, we did have a lot of really fun special activities, like making our movie or writing our story, but even just hanging out all together was like a special thing for us like back when picnic and like taking funny pictures was a thing we would like do photo shoots in the driveway or like one time we went to a water park and like took like hundreds of underwater pictures (laughs) and like edited them and like printed them out and like we also have a scrapbook too so we just have a lot of really special like specific things we did but also like every day was like a big deal for us and we got to hang out so we always were just really appreciative of being together and like celebrated our friendship even from the beginning yeah I think what's unique about Serb for me is that we were so I just feel like at such a young age we already knew how special the friendship was like I feel like usually with other friends I look back and I'm like oh my god we were we've been friends this long this is so special but for us it was like in the present moment we felt that and we were obsessed with kind of documenting our lives together like we would create these lists of all of our inside jokes and like literally recite them to each other when we (laughs) hung out again and we also would make these memory videos where Sarah would 
compile all of these pictures and videos of us with like dramatic music I was like obsessed with video (laughs) editing at that time and just being like a director (laughs) and I think maybe because we didn't see each other as much like we were obsessed with documenting our time together and we knew how special it was even at at a very early age I guess it got to the point where every single thing that came out of our mouths, we were like, oh, that's an inside joke. We need to add it to the list. Honestly. Like everything we did, we're like, well, we need to record it. But yeah, I think like we knew exactly what you guys were saying. Like we didn't need to look back in hindsight and be like, wow, that was so special. Like we knew what we had and like we wanted to document it. We wanted everything, every moment to be special. And I don't know, I feel like, I just feel like that's so unique. Like that's not like a common situation. So that's why like, I don't know, I'm very grateful for you guys. Yeah, I'm getting so all sentimental. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we just kind of had that metacognition of like, like when you're a kid, usually you're just playing and having fun. But we kind of stepped outside of our own like present actions and been like, wow, really appreciate what we have going on. And we still do, obviously. But yeah, it's just really special from the start. I think what was also really cool, like with all of our projects that we did, like agents and we did a lot of scrapbooking and like the mystery of the shattered window. I just feel like what was kind of unique is that we were so creative together and we like created these amazing projects. I mean, they're kind of silly looking back, but I feel like with other friends, we didn't really like unleash our like imagination or creativity as much. And I think Mm. that was something really cool about Serb and kind of going off of that. I feel like we all brought different, talents to the friendship and different strengths and kind of different roles in some ways Mm -hmm. um, that we kind of brought to all of those projects and memories. So yeah, in light of thinking about how we all brought different strengths to this friendship, I think I just want to highlight how CERB, like as a collective, we just... I felt like we had such a strong bond and that it's such a quality friendship. And so I think it would be great to talk a little bit about like what makes Serb such a strong bond and quality friendship. And I think that's something that I forget who said it, either Eliza or Bella earlier, is that I think Eliza, that we're kind of like a chosen family. Like we include each other in activities and in our lives to the extent of a family member. And like we're extremely comfortable with one another. And so I don't know, does anyone want to like expand a little on that? We consider ourselves chosen family because, you know, we talked a lot about how it was kind of hard for us to get to see each other a lot of the times. And in a way that kind of, that's always been like, not an issue, but that's always been something we deal with just because we're, we all were going to college in different States. We um, just like have always had to work to see each other, which I think proves again, like how committed we are and how much we value each other's friendships. Yeah. What Bella just said really, really resonated with me. Like, Think about when you think of a romantic relationship, commitment's always one thing that is really important. And not that this is a romantic relationship, obviously, but commitment is something that's key to any healthy and long-lasting relationship. And we've had that from the start, whether we really knew it or not. It seems like we did, but we probably weren't talking about it in this sense. Um, So we've always had that commitment to each other. And with that commitment, I think came like comfortability in being open and honest it allowed us to be really comfortable expressing our positive and negative emotions or venting about something or talking about real problems. I remember when we were younger, like Bella and I, our parents had gone through a divorce and we told them about it and they really were there for us and supported us. And although they didn't know exactly what that was like, 
they were really empathetic. Mm -hmm. It's a quality that is still really central to our friendship is just empathy and genuine care and compassion for each other. And even if we sometimes misunderstand each other, we have that same love for each other. And we, that's our main goal is to just be there for each other and love each other. Yeah, I think our commitment to each other and our genuine care for each other and empathy just go really hand in hand and our qualities that will make any type of relationship dur through time. Yeah, and I think what I'm getting from what both of you said and like about this idea of chosen family and empathy is this idea of like unconditional love and how Mm -hmm. families are often like, you know, like living in different states or living across the country and like, but you still make the effort to check in with them or, you know, families make a mistake or families like grow and change and like it's okay and there's still this feeling of unconditional love for one another and I think that's something that has made Serb stand out to me a bit Um, and I think like being able to be honest with each other is a big or it's like a key part of why that is possible for us yeah and I think kind of going along with the like unconditional love I think what also helped that is that we do know each other's families I just feel like with other friends like if my parents were being weird or something I'd be more embarrassed Mm -hmm. but it just felt like this given that you guys completely don't judge our families or like we can kind of I don't know like talk about our parents and like you guys get it because you know them Mm -hmm. more than other friends I've had and like we even went to your guys's Christmas Eve once like we just have this like closer familial connection which makes I think our friendship a lot more open to like knowing everything. So yeah, when I think of unconditional love, like what I really appreciate in Serb and our friendship is that every single one of us can be like exactly genuinely who we are. And there's never like a fear of anyone judging each other or like questioning how we're acting. Like it's just such, it's so genuine. And I think a big part of that is because we grew up with each other, you know, like we're in our early twenties now, but like we like spent the majority of our childhood with each other. And if we weren't with each other, we were, we just always thought about each other. We were valuing each other's friendships. We cared so much about the little time that we like did have together, which I think just built on like that feeling of, you know, like why, why would I like judge this person? Like they're, they mean so much to me, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Going along with that too. When I think of unconditional love, I think of what Bella mentioned, but also like unconditional love to me means if you make a mistake and you maybe say something that hurts someone's feelings or if you're not being there for someone because you're struggling on your own or something like that, you don't have to worry if the person's going to be like, oh, I don't know if we should be friends anymore or I don't know if I really feel close to this person anymore because we see past that and we see that we're committed to our friendship and little things like that are just part of a relationship sometimes. I think one thing for me um, that's been more of a personal journey, but like when I was younger, I feel like I was a lot more afraid to like share honest emotions or like if I was uncomfortable with a situation. And I mean, even in Serb, I think I felt that just because it was something I struggled with. But but today, I think I've been working a lot on like just sharing my true emotions or thoughts, even if it's uncomfortable or like if I have a boundary, I feel like I need to put up Um it's something I'm trying to work on, but I think with Serb, those were some of the times that I was able to do that at, like, in the earliest points. Like, I, I think, like, there was this one memory I have of Eliza, like, 
a few years ago and we hadn't really been talking as much as we were for a long time and same with Bella like I feel like Serb had just kind of like like because I had gone to college I felt a little isolated and then I visited Eliza's college and we just like had a talk about like I don't know like I felt like things had changed a little or Serb wasn't like as strong as it had felt as children and we had this open honest talk and like I feel like something like that is really hard to come across or like with COVID the four of us have had such open communication about like what our boundaries are like what we see as social distancing and like not judging anybody for feeling more or less anxious about our situation yeah I feel like COVID time has been really obviously hard for everyone and I feel like when we were hanging out like usually we would just hang out outside and there were sometimes I know me and Sarah specifically were just like in these weird head spaces and we felt like we could tell you guys like sorry we're just really off today or like we've been really down lately and it's not Mm -hmm. like we had to put on this perfect like we're so happy every second act when you guys came over Mm -hmm. and I feel like that was something I really appreciated especially when we were all kind of down throughout this time yeah and I think so far like in this podcast we've talked a lot about how our connection with each other was instant and you know like we just immediately clicked and valued each other's friendship which I think is true but that that doesn't mean there aren't times when communication becomes really important in any friendship or relationship. So I don't know. I see serve as like a safe space. Like, like Sarah was saying, you know, like communication was hard for her and even it was hard for her within serve, but um, just being able to have that space where you can like work on things that you need to work on and having friends to support you throughout that and understand that just like, being able to be transparent with each other and not have to like, you know, being our true selves, not having to cover anything up or feel bad about feeling any certain way. I think that's like been really present in our relationship. Yeah. I remember really specifically that day that Sarah was talking about when she visited me at my school, because we hadn't been as close as we were in the past. And I was really wanting to express like, Hey, I still really care about you. Like I miss being so close but I was really nervous, but I wasn't nervous about how she would take it. Cause I knew we again, have the same goal of being friends for life and that's how we feel about each other. But I was really comfortable being open with her because of our past friendship and just the way we treat each other and our friendship. And it was very successful and it was really hard for me too, like Sarah said, but we have that respect and love for each other that really helped out and facilitated that. What's really special is that You know, a lot of times when we are hanging out, sometimes it's just us like watching a TV show and laughing together or hanging out and like grabbing food. And it's not like we constantly have to be doing all of these really big activities and talking every second. It feels really comfortable to just kind of be able to relax and just hang out on the couch. And I feel like that is the mark of like a true friendship that you can be doing anything and still enjoying each other and not feeling like you have to be like on or like in this more like outgoing space sometimes we're more like chill together too which I really appreciate because not every day you're like super I don't know on on or wanting to be super um adventurous I guess Mm -hmm. like we can kind of just hang out and we've had memories both hanging out relaxing and doing fun things like adventurous things too yeah to me like those are some of my favorite days actually when we just hang out and don't really have much plan because I think something that we all 
are really comfortable doing with each other is just talking about deep issues or like deep topics in a really natural way. And a lot of the times when we aren't planning very much and we just hang out on the couch or outside lately, but we just end up talking about things that are really interesting and really important. And that's something that I love in a friendship is like the emotional vulnerability and like the ability to talk about different things in depth without being like, oh, you're getting too interested. Like we should just move on or Mm -hmm. like people getting impatient with you or something, which happens to me sometimes with other people. But yeah, I think just, we all really appreciate getting to discuss things in detail and just talking about our feelings. And when we have days that nothing is planned, that really naturally happens. And that's something I really value in a friendship. So I think we just kind of get all sides of the token. Like we have really fun parties and little events planned or like we go do an activity but then I also equally cherish the days where we have the schedule kind of open and let us, it lets us do whatever we want and kind of go with the flow. Yeah. And I think just talking about like our values too, I think we do a lot. Like even just throughout COVID, I feel like we've had some chats just about everything happening in the world and just sharing how we felt about it. And we could kind of just talk about more deeper like even not even in our own lives but just like societal issues and stuff Mm -hmm. and that's something I also really appreciate in friends like it's not just surface level we can talk about like hard things happening and how we feel about it and how we want to like help situations I guess like yeah and like challenging the status quo I think that's something we do a lot is like we'll talk about an issue and like really dissect it like I think yeah a lot of times with like the election and stuff lately or like politics it becomes very emotional and other conversations I've had but I feel like with us we kind of like unpack and like really get into the deep roots of issues sometimes without judgment for each other and like kind of challenge ideas which is also really cool mm-hmm. I think one of my biggest values in a friendship is just a shared sense of humor and like I just think laughter and laughing with friends and family is like one of the most special things in life, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, again, with Serb, like we just have very similar humor, like that we've taken from childhood to now. (laughs) And I think a lot of our humor is very kind of like childish in some ways. Like, we're just kind of like make weird sounds or like dance really weirdly together. And I think just those memories of being so silly and open are something that I really cherish. And even now, like as adults, like watching like The Office together or watching our favorite movie, Just Go With It together (laughs) is like just these examples of how we can connect through laughter and like laughing together. One of my favorite parts of friendships at least in like the funny realm is having like references in common in like a language and I feel like Serb has an, almost its own language of like mm-hmm. we'll just kind of quote things from like movies we like or like act like Jerry Springer or something or like <laughs> or I always think of like childhood memories from agents like in our blooper reel that we've watched a million times referencing it like at the drop of a hat and like mm-hmm. just the, everybody knowing what you're talking about is something I really yeah. cherish too. There's like a shorthand with Serb where we'll say a line and people like automatically get it but if you weren't in this friendship you'd be like so confused I guess certain songs like I think of like Bella's like a master at zooming in and out really fast on like Snapchat (laughs) yeah (laughs) and I always think of certain songs with her like zooming in and out on like portraits of us on our wall that's just like things like that (laughs) yeah If anyone's wondering, the songs are Don't Trust Me by 303 and Who Let the Dogs Out Who Let the Dogs Out who yeah. let the dogs out was zooming in on Sarah and Rachel's dog, Nellie Queen. 
also with songs we used to make music videos sometimes <laughs> so there's some, we also have some failed music videos that never really made it so like we have a lot of just memories of like songs and even songs now that we have had fun time to see that we've kind of put in our catalog of silly songs like <laughs> like mm-hmm. even this one song by Demi Lovato I really like called Made in the USA <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing really that special about it but it just reminds me of sir because i always yeah. want to hear it when we're together yeah i feel like that's another thing is like the music we have like a playlist to serve of like tiktok which is a kesha song we made a music video to and like a lot of early 2000 hits that we really like <laughs> singing in the car together and stuff like that that yeah again just this nostalgic like association mm-hmm. Also, like, I know Sarah and Rachel watched the movie Booksmart a lot recently, and they've kind of oh, taken some of those songs and put them into our Serb catalog. So just, we always find things that are really funny that maybe other people might not see as entertaining. But I think since we grew up together, especially when we were younger, our sense of humor was similar, but it wasn't like that unusual to think like silly things are funny when you're a kid. But because we've been close forever, it kind of evolved together and it helped us shape our own individual sense of humor, which is why we still think a lot of the same types of things are funny. Yeah. And that we have this, like, as Eliza would say, unique booler energy of like, yeah, <laughs> like, I feel like it's in our identity to just like be silly in public or like, just like, I don't know, like have a ball in our backyard, like kids. And I really, I just value that a lot. So overall, as you guys can tell, we have just, you know, a lot of fun memories and like experiences together, but true friendship is really just so pivotal in young adulthood for more than that. It's having the support you need to go through life and like manage these tough situations that inevitably come up in young adulthood. Like moving out for the first time or like starting a new job or you know just kind of kind of coming to terms with being on your own Mm -hmm. and um so I want to start off um by just asking everyone why do you feel like true friendship is so pivotal in young adulthood so yeah I think we've touched on this before but everything life is constantly changing like the change is unavoidable so I think being able to have a sense of stability especially within a friendship is really, really important. And if you can get that like, and work towards it, that's like really incredible. I think being able to have a sense of like comfort with Sarah and Rachel and Eliza and being able to be my true self has been like very, very helpful for me. And like, I don't know, I just really value it. And I think when life is changing, it's really good to have like a constant and like Sarah and Rachel and Eliza have been the constant for me. I think one thing, um, there's a lot of reasons why true friendship is so pivotal, but I think one of them is, I think that oftentimes we're told that like, this is the time to like find your life partner, like a romantic partner. And that is important to me and like a lot of people. But I think that um, oftentimes we forget the importance of like strong friendships as well. Yeah. So while finding a romantic partner and like a life partner is really important to me, I think it's also been really rewarding to like reflect and realize how Serb is providing support in a different way but like also a lifelong way like having strong female bonds like people I've grown up with my whole life it makes me feel like I have this support system that I won't lose like it's something that I'll always have. I think having people you really cherish no matter what type of person but especially in a friendship kind of gives life color and brings brings like a sense of 
of life to life. Mm. And I've been really lucky to have Sarah and Rachel and Bella in my life to brighten all of my experiences and just be really supportive no matter what any of us are going through. And so I think, like Sarah said, relationships are, of all types are very important, but especially friendship because they're very constant. If they're good friends, they're going to be around for a while. And, you know, having a quality friendship is something that's honestly priceless to me. Hmm. Especially in young adulthood, um, this might be one of the first times that you're kind of don't have these built-in friends. Um, I feel like as a kid, you have like almost built-in friends at school or if you're in extracurriculars and in college, you know, you have people on your floor or people in a sorority or kind of like these spaces that are really conducive to making friends and to um, having these friendships, um, you know, that are strong but might also be due to the convenience of them. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, I've really realized that, you know, since graduating, like who are the friends that I feel like no matter, you know, location wise where we are or, you know, different jobs that we're in or whatever it may be, like who are the people that I feel like I can still support or who I could still count on who are still in my life. And I think for me, I've really been evaluating who's there for the long haul versus just based on mm. the convenience factor. And I think I've really found that with Serb, especially because as kids, we already kind of had that distance and that commitment um, that I feel like we're already so equipped to deal with the young adulthood experience of all being in different directions more than I think other friendships in my life. Yeah, Rachel said that really well. And that really resonated with me because when you're becoming a young adult, there aren't those systems in place that guide you as much as when you were younger. And so you have to be really intentional with what you put into your life, your friendships, like where you live, your circumstances. And although that might be chosen for you, you know, if you live where you used to live when you were younger, your life becomes so much more in, in your control and becomes what you want it to be when you choose what's important to you. And I think we've chosen that since we've become friends. We've already decided we're really important to each other and we want to be friends for forever. So it's just really helpful to have that constant and to know, like, even though we're going through changes, we still have each other and that we're always important to each other, despite everything else that could be going on. Yeah, so well said. So there's lots of different ways, I think, that you can choose to prioritize friends. Um, but at least for us, I think it's been just, like, having that awareness of, like, checking in on each other. And, like, whenever we're home or whenever we're, you know, available to talk, trying to, like, fit each other in. I think, like, putting people who are important to you first as much as you can um, is one way to prioritize um, because it helps you feel closer if you kind of know what's going on in each other's lives, I think, more consistently. I think another really fun, kind of like fun little thing that you can do with your friends too is like taking a love language quiz because I know like people usually do that with their romantic partner, but when you think about it, like a relationship that you, a friendship that you value is a relationship and I think being able to be receptive to another person's love language and how they best communicate and what means the most to them can really make a difference. Like whether it's your friend or your significant other or anything, I think that's like really important and really helpful, like a really helpful tool that people could use. 
Yeah, like writing letters to people if that's what they enjoy or giving people a hug if like physical touch is their um, like the way they best receive love. That's that's a really good one, Bella. Yeah, and I think there's there's nothing wrong with having friends that kind of fit into your life, not in a whole sense, but just partially like if you have certain friends you like to go out with or if there are certain friends if you're in school that you only like to study with and you're not as close on a personal level, that's totally fine. But I think if you're thinking about friendship in terms of longevity, um, finding friends who really support your values and kind of relate to each other on a similar way is something that will help a friendship last if that's what you're going for. But Mm. it's okay to have more circumstantial friends. That's just part of life too. And there's nothing wrong with those friendships dying out or kind of fizzling out if the circumstances change. But it's really nice to have friends who you feel your values align with and who you know will be there and just, you know, fit into your character really well. Like whole package friendships. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that goes directly with the idea. I think it is talked about a lot, but like quality over quantity within life. It's easy to have a lot of acquaintances um, rather than like a few deeper connections. And I think, again, especially in young adulthood, when you are maybe moving to a place you don't know anyone, like it's really nice to have that groundwork of very quality friendships that you know will stick with you versus having a lot of acquaintances and then not really feeling like you can bring it to the next step of your life. So I think evaluating the friends you have and thinking of like which of these people do I see myself like committing to I guess like again like a romantic partner it is a commitment and which people are more circumstantial which is totally fine but I think you know, we don't have endless energy. So I think for me, I really have been trying to consciously put the energy into the friendships that I um, value the most, that I feel like I get the most out of and that I try to give the most to. Mm. Kind of like that two-way street of, you know, feeding into each other. I try to have sort of like two buckets of like my really close friends and my more like acquaintance friends that I still care about, but maybe don't put the level of energy and time to that I would with those closer friends. And I think, again, with COVID and everything, it's been a journey of trying to figure out how to connect with friends, maybe not in person as much or in a different way. And that's something I've been trying to think about even now of how could I be a better friend to the people that matter most when I can't be around them or I can't like go out with them like how can we connect in a different way yeah and I think Eliza mentioned this earlier but especially during COVID times like it's very important to be intentional with who you reach out to and like that's something that like I know is something that I need to work on being better at reaching out to people and COVID although it's hasn't been very fun like has given me the opportunity to like see that potential like obstacle for myself and like work on it Mm. same here another thing too that I actually just thought about is like since we all share very similar values I've been able to become not if not friends at least friendly with a lot of Sarah and Rachel's friends um so that's Mm. been really interesting too because we're talking about how to evaluate your current friendships and although we're not making new friends with each other obviously I've been able to make new friends through Sarah and Rachel's individual friendships which has been really Mm. fun too Mm -hmm. that's a good point too Mm -hmm. is like good friends and quality friends can be like a gateway to more of those as well 
Mm-hmm. I agree. Wow, this has been great. Like, do you guys have anything else you want to add before we sign off? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, well, thank you so, so much for being here. This has been really special and Mm -hmm. like just a dream we've had since we started the podcast. So thanks for being here, guys. This was really fun. And also it just made me nostalgic. And like, I want to just look back at old pictures now or something. Yeah, I've just been smiling this whole time and just really grateful for our friendship and the opportunity to talk about it to other people because it inspires me just thinking about it. So hopefully it inspires other people to just really care about your friends. I'm sure you do, but just to really like appreciate your close friendships and hug them tight when you can. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for having us on. I'm honored to be part of the podcast squad. And I just, I love talking about us and like how how strong our friendship is and yeah I hope some people can maybe like get a little something out of it oh great well thank you thanks thank you guys you. Thanks, guys. <laughs> thank that was so you cute. <laughs> that was really wholesome honestly oh. So we are just so grateful once again that Eliza and Bella came on. So if you're listening, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. was a great episode to just reflect about friendship. And we hope that you feel inspired to maybe just reach out to a friend that you haven't in a while that you care mm-hmm. about or, you know, write them a letter or something. <laughs> yeah, like do something that shows that you care about them. I think oftentimes we... And I don't, I don't know, I shouldn't say this for everyone, but I think sometimes it can be easy to, like, put friendships aside at times mm-hmm. in life if you're busy. And, like, that's totally valid if you are really busy. But I think we have to recognize just how, like, key they are in our lives yeah. to help us get through hard times and to just, like, have fun moments with mm-hmm. and laugh with. And, like, I just can't imagine my life without um, my friends like Eliza and Bella and others who have, like... Um, made it that more fun I guess and like that more bearable at times when it's hard (laughs) yeah for sure yeah so in the meantime follow us on social media at mocus in the meantime podcast on instagram um we're also on facebook and Mm -hmm. you can email us at mocus in the meantime podcast as well at gmail.com I should add of course um and since it's thanksgiving you know enjoy the season um and like prepare yourselves for winter i mean if you're not in a cold snowy place maybe it's not that big of a transition but here it definitely is getting chilly (laughs) we actually just had a snow Mm -hmm. um yesterday i woke up and it was like a winter one so nice i had like a nice morning snow walk and then it was gone after like an hour (laughs) yeah it went away quickly but we'll get plenty of that as the season progresses but anyways (sighs) um enjoy the rest of your day and your week and your year um and there's only one episode left this season yeah one more and a really exciting guest that you should look out for yeah totally totally so um yeah thanks for listening and peace Peace.